Okay, I'm, I'm starting this without telling Are you. Are cops down? I am. Oh, we start, we're on. We're on, we're on. We're, we're, oh, for goodness we're, sake. We're saying, what should we talk about? We're saying, what should we talk about? We've no idea. So I thought, well, we'll just go for it and hope for the best. Oh, for God, listen, we're, we're, I thought we were going to try and maintain some semblance of professionalism. Oh, we never have before. Why should we start now? Well, all right, so could you do your thing. We're here and we're, it's oh. when... Uh, yeah, and I'm Fleming and she's Copstick. OK, so... Uh, Actually, I'm Fleming less than I was in Edinburgh. Med- medical reference, medical reference. Yeah. Uh, so it's the 9th of something or other, of September. No, 9th September. of September. It's, it's London, it's the Mamma Biashari Emporium. How time flies. Pe- people have gone home, the, the shop's closed, but uh, people may rattle the, the stuff outside. Yes. Uh, it's a supposedly a comedy podcast. It usually gets to comedy about sort of 28 minutes into a 30-minute podcast. Sorry, I wasn't even listening there. And, was... and we, also, we always start with, how, how are you, Copstick? How's the shadow on your lung? It's, uh, Mar- I've decided Hank, to Hank. call him Hank. Why, why would that be? Well, Hank, Marvin, shadow, hilarious. That's lost the, the uh, listener in Guatemala. Well, we've yeah. found out we don't, Mr. yes. Yes, where, where was he? He's not in Guatemala. Was, what's his name? In, where is he? Um, California. California, who is it? Oh, yeah, we, we do remember. We, we're we joshing. Yeah, yes. Thingy, thingy, the very nice man. Who preceded, oh, yes, and Brock, this. no, Brock, no, Brock. No, not him, no. Brock, no, Spiral, no. Broom Spiral. None, none of those people. It was the guy who preceded us two years ago in, uh, in the lounge in the, uh, the thing. Ah, Peter Marino. That's him. Who directed uh, one of the Lynns, one of the ageing Lynns, Lynn Jessum. He directed her show, all singing, all dancing. How, 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 shuffling. How, how many ageing Lynns are there? There's two ageing Lynns. I interviewed them. Um, they're both tiny. I think Lynns must shrink with age. You know, like an old jumper. So there was Lynn Ruth Miller, who we all know and love, and this Lynn Jessam lady, who did a show called From Como to Homo, because she is a homosexualist of the female persuasion, and uh, when she was a kid, a child, she was one of the comoettes or comets or whatever who danced on the Perry Como show. Surely, if she's that old, it should be from Como to Coma, shouldn't it? <laughs> ah, that's Hilarious, you yes. see? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all fine. <laughs> Perry, Perry and Coma. talking of things that are not funny at all, and who isn't? did you watch... No, I don't the, watch I don't. There's like a season of... Look, we've got no ideas, so we're rehashing... Ah perfectly decent old sitcoms with new people and they're not very funny yeah. uh, but also there's like BBC a, TV. there's also a, there was a thing I don't know I only I saw one I saw James Acaster's uh, sitcom I think it's like a season it's like a pilot season called We the Jury oh my God. Did it have Jewish jokes in it? No it had no Jewish jokes it had no jokes in it well, it was called We the Jury oh, then Christ! Just what I thought. I couldn't get more irritated than I was at James Acaster's pitiable attempt at a jury service-based sitcom. You come along and make a joke like that. That's a nice literary illusion or a linguistic illusion, is Is it an illusion? What's an illusion? No, it was just irritating. But no, the last time I was that irritated, it was a very bad bout of thrush and it took three lots of caniston to put it away. It was... All set in a jury room. It's the the guy from Gein's family, the sitcom. Ah. Um, The guy from Gein's family bookshop plays this gormless, quite not particularly believable. He just looks like he shouldn't be allowed out on his own, you know, without his carer. And uh, so he was on jury service, 
And, oh, it was all... All, he was nearly late because his mother had kept the letter till his birthday. So he opened up the letter and the jury service started that day. And there's just the most ridiculous bunch of ciphers it turned out to be on the jury. Plus, I don't know if James A. Castor has ever done jury service. I realise that veracity is not the point necessarily in a sitcom. But if you are going to make fun of something, it's funnier if you kind of have some kind of accuracy there. And having the trial judge come into the jury room and more or less say, you know, look, you've, it's a murder trial, it's top of the heap, well, you know, don't be a prick. Oh, don't be a party pooper. Um, I, this, it's just ridiculous. Well, that is ridiculous, yes. And they're all, the jury are all oh. chatting to one another, the, it's just crazy. Oh, and the, and the, the judge said to the, this most, one of the most ridiculous characters, right, you're the foreman, which doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't want to be... I, I'm not well, of one of life's yeah. natural pedants, John. I think you'll back me up on that. Why are you drinking... John is now drinking... This is like self-harming. It's, it's the what? most disgusting cup of brackish hot liquid. Uh, oh, you've changed it. Okay. I take that all back. That was pointless. Why didn't you stop me? I was going off on one there about you self-harming through drinking horrible tea, it's when in fact you'd, mo you'd change the liquid in the cup. To, to hot water. To hot water. Just hot water? Just hot water, yes. Well, it's, it's, well, I worry about you sometimes. I, I drink tea so, so weak that it doesn't make any difference. And that, anyway, that, I really, well, really well, loathed this. I could tell. Can, can it was I, so... I... Everything about it was irritating from start to finish. Um, and... Much to my horror, or uh, my lack of under lack of comprehension, Bruce Dessau seemed to really like it. Good grief. Well, Bruce is a sharp lad. <gasps> I've just split an infinitive. Seemed really to like it. Sorry, you can edit that split infinitive out, can't you? To, to go where no critic has gone before. That's the one. Uh, to boldly go. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so I didn't really like that. And then there's, there's been kind of just, there's a spate. A Johnny Spate. <laughs> You've got his, uh, that's the, 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 the term, the collective noun for sitcoms. It's a spate, S-P-E-I-G-H-T. That's fucking hilarious. Far be it for me to meander off course. That uh, is, no, but is that, or is that not fun? That is funny. Uh, oh, 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 there goes another room. Oh, yeah, thank uh, you. But anyway, yes, there's been, a, another woman there's been a Johnny of uh, sitcom pilots. I, Isn't Johnny another name for... No, no, that's not Thank you. Uh, and then there's been this slew I'm, of revivals. I know they're celebra and it's celebrating 60 years of BBC sitcoms. Or I've absolutely... Has it been that long? Apparently, yeah. Uh, but, you know, you, they revive Are You Being Served, which yeah. is pretty dire. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the... the Alf Garnet. Till Death Us Do Part. Which was pretty dire. Steptoe and Son. Very dire. Prime Minister's Question Time. Oh, hilarious. Um, but it's just, why, other than, why don't you just put a sign on the BBC going, nobody has any decent new ideas and nobody can write anymore, so we are just going to rehash, or our execs, our commissioning execs don't believe anyone can come up with a good idea or write anything original ever again, so we're just rehashing. But there'll be, it'll be Abbott and Costello, we'll be right back to remaking silent movies, but with dialogue this time. Because and then they'll be, they'll be reviving 
prehistoric cave paintings, but doing it as an animation or maybe live action, just because they, they don't believe anybody ever has, maybe nobody does have any new ideas now. And I, I just, it's, it is a searing indictment on the state of com televisual comedy today, John, searing indictment that we're dredging up these hysterical pieces and, and kind of trying to jumpstart them. And then they're Frankenstein sitcoms, John. Frankenstein sitcoms. I can just see whoever it is that's the head of the BBC now in his laboratory atop BBC, oh, can't be television, atop broadcasting house with his jump leads and uh, an old reel-to-reel -reel copy of Till Death Us Do Par, attaching them and waiting for lightning to try and jump-start the, the life of an old sitcom. And lightning never strikes twice. Well, apparently it does. Yeah. Do you know Iceland's selling four packs of Red Bull for £1.50? But you're not drinking Red Bull anymore, John. I am now. It's £1.50. You can pay £1.80 for a can. They're selling four packs for £1.50. It's, it's a also, habit, John. It's a habit. It's I, not good for you. The can, taurine, John, the taurine. I can also exclusively reveal that they were, they were selling it for £1.50 till I think it was Monday this week. And then they, they, on the shelf they said new, £3.50. But they haven't changed the till. So you can buy these £3.50 packs for £1.50 in my local... I'm not saying where my local is, but it's, it's, it's probably illegal. It's Isn't illegal. that tantamount to shoplifting, John? Well, possibly, yes. Have you ever shoplifted? No. Well, I, I, I did try once, but I, I, I strained my back. Uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> Have you ever committed a criminal act? Uh, apparently, apparently. Okay, tell us about it. I'm not sure I should. As, as you've deviated so comprehensively from a, a subject which I felt was going rather well, uh, especially in a comedy broadcast, as a subject for once was comedy, and you decided to take a trip down the shoplifting aisles of Iceland, what, what other criminal act have you... Performed. I, I was found guilty in, in, in Norwich uh, of, of uh, telling a, a solicitor that his client was a, f f a fucking cunt, I, I said. And it was said to be a malicious communication uh, with, the, with the intent of uh, causing distress to his secretary who might have opened it, or, or him. <gasps> How marvellous! I think so, and I appealed. I was found guilty. I, appe I, I appeal found, to you. No, you don't. I was, found, <laughs> I was found guilty again, and then the judge in his summing up said that the word cunt was clearly uh, obscene despite the fact that that day, time out, printed the word cunt. And also, it, it, this appeared to me to overturn the Lady Chatterley case of 1963. That, uh, he, he said the word cunt. Did anyone, did anyone quote the Lady Chatterley case? Uh, no, because my, my, uh, my, my learned friend... Your brief. Who, ...who was defending me was, your brief. was a prat. Uh, uh, it was your brief. Fortunately, we've been saved here because Ed, Ed Hobson... No, we were doing terribly well until you started wittering on about Iceland. But now... Now, Ed Hobson, I'm very excited. Ed Hobson's around drinking a bottle of beer. Ed Hobson, a former producer on The One Show. I'm very excited. Go away. Not yet. And, and he did. Hello. I'm very excited to discover yeah. that I am podcasting... Uh, no, it's not live. I am podcasting recorded with a convicted criminal. Indeed, yes. Well, you've risen in my estimation. No end. Yeah, well, there you go. Malicious communication, it's a criminal offence. So, so, uh, but surely just calling someone out, what? An utter cunt. No, a fucking cunt. A fucking cunt. Apparently, Isn't truth an absolute defence? No, it's, it's malicious communication, because it was said in an email, and therefore it was malicious communication. But why does it, why does it um, matter if it's in an email? If it's true, was he or was he not a fucking cunt? Well, he couldn't have been 
strictly speaking, a cunt. Could okay, he? was he a figurative? And that, uh, a metaphorical fucking cunt? Yes, yes. So you, you are, of course, a Scottish lawyer. It's probably different in Scotland, where, of course, cunt is a term of affection. And a term of endearment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so I think you could have adduced uh, various... Uh, you could have led various witnesses to, uh, to back up your claim that this man was a metaphorical fucking cunt. I could mean, you or could you not? It, it, was, it was put to me that, in fact, you couldn't actually have this defence. And, and also, why, why? Also, also, it wouldn't be a defence because. Well, this is a gross miscarriage of it, justice. It wouldn't be an offence, even if he was. It was the intent of causing distress to the secretary or the, ah, or the solicitor. Ah, now, then I understand. Because the, um, this particular offence. Go and get yourself a chair. In, 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 in fact, it wasn't the intent, because I, I didn't intend to cause offence to the secretary or the solicitor. Well, there we I, go. I intended to cause offence to the person I was talking about, his client. But it was said that, in fact, the, the law said that uh, it wasn't the intention, it was the actuality. So if I had caused uh, fear in, the, in the, 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 the loins of the secretary... But or mens rea solicitor. is nine-tenths of the law, or yeah, some other such. Mens what? Mens rea, intent. Men, mens rea is. Mens rea, John. Uh, Don't... Uh, do not pretend to misunderstand me for comic effect. Well, I did Latin at school, but we only really got to the wars with the Gauls and people and the Germans and things. We didn't get to this. No, so there was no mens rea, you see. So there could be, in Scottish law anyway, which is vastly superior... Yeah, it is vastly superior. Uh, there, there could be no, no offence. Yeah, well, offence was taken, apparently. Is it too late for a retrial, John? Probably. How long ago was this? 1995 or six. I shall immediately Google the statute of limitations on um, criminal intent. No, what was it? Malicious intent. Malicious communication. You Malicious self... communication. I think, you know, good grief. I could adduce several witnesses uh, who would testify to the fact that you don't have a malicious bone in your body. Well, there's this one here. No, it's not, John. You don't have a malicious bone in your body. Uh... Truth is an absolute defence. Well, that, no, actually, no, it's not. That's libel and slander. And, uh, no, 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 no. This was a travesty of justice, John. Of course it's a travesty of justice. It's the English legal system. Free the Boreham Wood one. But the, the, the English legal system has nothing whatever to do with justice. Well, this is just unbelievable. Uh, oh, you know what this is, John? Well, pe people study for seven years to, to be better liars. Carry on. You know what this is, John? What, a miscarriage of justice? What? No. Well... To be a, a cause for revolution? No, I think this is your 2017 Edinburgh Fringe show. No, I wouldn't like to conflict with your, your musical that you're developing. Well, no, it's, you see, because it, we've moved on from the dead dad. Dead uh, dad? We seem to have skipped the dead mum. What's the dead dad? This year we had, I've been feeling a bit depressed. Oh, the show. Let me tell you at it, yeah. uh, about it at great length. Mm. So now we, we've got... Uh, my criminal past. Yeah. My torrid criminal past. Tor torrid, torrid, yes. And to think that all, fucking, all the cousins are fucking each it other anyway in It was a stitch-up. It was a stitch-up go, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nothing. Oh, I think this is brilliant. I think this is, if not a documentary. But don't get me onto the English legal system, the English injustice system. Tell us about the English injustice. No, because yeah. the, the, ob the object of the game is not actually to prove who did what. Uh, the object of the... You, you, uh, something was done years ago. A member of the jury was done years ago for trying to investigate the crime, which you're not allowed to do. The mm. jury isn't there to investigate the crime. The jury isn't there to, to look at the facts. The jury is there to look at the facts that are presented to them. Exactly, and, yes. And, and the, the two conflicting barristers are there to stop the, the bad facts, from their point of view, being yes. shown. Yes. So both are trying to prevent 
people knowing what actually went on. Yes, it, it, yes, it's a game. Yeah, yeah, it's a game. The so, criminal, so, I mean, all. I mean, you're, you're not deciding on the guilt or innocence of the of the, the person who's accused. You're deciding on how which is the better person playing the game. Yes. So which is the better barrister? Absolutely. So it's just like so watching ice skating. You sort of give points for sort of yes. style and context. and artistic, yeah, yeah. yeah artistic so, merit. So the jury actually isn't isn't deciding on the crime and isn't deciding on the criminal. The jury is deciding on the two barristers, which is a better barrister. Yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, I. Uh, one time uh, in my legal career, uh, we um, came out of court having uh, saved another alleged rapist from time in prison, so he got off, um, and I was walking up the road from, it was Glasgow High Court, behind two lady members of the jury, who conversed thusly. Well, I wasn't sure. You know, I really, I was kind of in two minds, but then I looked at that Mr. Insert name of barrister, who's quite well known, so I won't say the name. Uh, I looked at his beautiful blue eyes and I just thought, he wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> uh, but that's so, and a pair of beautiful blue eyes. And it's his paid job to lie. Cause Absolutely. Because it, it's, 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 if, if, if the defence believes... Well, it's not his paid job to lie, it's his... Well, Paid job to to sell his client's yeah. side of the story. If, if the, if the defence barrister believes that his client is guilty, it's his job to prove that he's innocent. No, well, if the defend, if the client tells the barrister yes. that he's guilty, but, the barrister, the barrister, the barrister has to drop the case. No, but if, if if the barrister believes that his client's guilty, he still has to persuade the jury he's innocent. If if the prosecution thinks that the person is innocent. Uh, it's not his place to find to, to present the evidence. It's, it's his, if, if there's evidence that might prove the defendant innocent, it's the prosecution's place to hide that evidence. Do you think we ought to change tack for fear that our listener in Guatemala and uh, might might just be laughing too hard and might possibly dislocate something at the the brilliance of the wit? Of uh, the the past ten minutes discussion in this comedy podcast. Yeah, in this comedy podcast. Uh, you started it, love. You started oh, I bloody it. Bloody did not. It's eighteen minutes. Eighteen minutes. Why, why is Ed Hobson roaming around with a, with a bottle in his hand? I've no idea. It's a it's a little. Um, it's BBC. This is our, our license fee. Oh, no. I know. I know. Don't come come around the other side. If you're going to join in, don't speak from afar. You have to sit on. We're six all lap. about technical quality on this podcast, as I think you know, because we certainly haven't been about comedy. Hello, everybody. No, don't no. Say it louder. Hello, everybody. Hi, Kate. Hello, John. Please don't call me Kate. Hello, John. Why don't you like being called Kate? You I just don't like being called Kate. Okay. Catherine? No. Is it, where does it come from? What? what the Kate, which was the longer version of it? Is there a longer version? Yeah, it's Catherine. Catherine, there you, you go. You were christened. Aha. Uh-huh. Ah. You see, I think it will surprise no one to find out <laughs> that I have never, in fact, been christened. Oh. You're a, her- you're a you're a what's that called a, he- her- a heretic a, her- a, her- a heretic it's something like that. Herod her- King Herod she's a, a King heathen, Herod a heathen. Mm. A Hebrew, I think we all knew Hebrew. that we all knew you're, you're a Hebrew <laughs> you're a- I think we all knew that um, what is on this? account of the fact that I was born out of wedlock oh interesting so I'm a bastard is but it? I think we all knew that as well. Is it, who's going to talk about Wedlock being a small village in Shropshire? No, let's not do that, Let's not do that. Yeah, and then my mum and dad got married. But by that time, it was all pointless. 
What, what, and so I thought at the time it was, it was pretty bad form for that to happen. Absolutely. Were they a bit shunned? Were they shunned? No, well, but... What happened um, when you were born in the late 19th century? It must have been appalling. Yes, exactly. Oh, uh, my mother was burned at the stake. Well, slightly singed. Um, no, yes, but they... Because they, I, I always thought that I came along, according to my birth certificate, I came along exactly nine months to the day after they got married. Oh, right, right. And I had always thought that uh, because of, you know, in the, in the late 19th century, um, uh, you know, it wasn't on to be shagging, sent, you know, absolutely frantically before you were married. So I thought they'd been pure as a driven slush, got married, fallen upon one another with glad, lustful and amorous cries, uh, banged their way through their wedding night, and mum got pregnant immediately. And I came along nine months later, thereby ruining their lives by you know, having a baby, which is not really what they wanted nine months after they got married. And I always thought, well, I just put the kibosh and all the fun they were having and all that. You automatically felt guilty. I automatically felt guilty. <laughs> the first thought was guilt. Guilt, yes. Because it's usually the correct one. Yeah. Um, not in court. So, uh, well, except in your case, of course. Uh, so, so how did then... That, nine months, how did that work then on the certificate? Did they forge certificates? So what happened was, um, I mean... I was in my thirties, and Did I was down, and I was down visiting my sister, <laughs> and uh, maybe it wasn't my, maybe late thirties, early forties. I was down visiting my sister, the sheep. and my dad was How there. Old was she? And uh, my sister said to my dad, "Have you told Kate, uh, they call me Kate? Nobody else does uh, about uh, Kathy, the birth certificate." Kathy. And. Um, uh, Dad went absolutely puce. I mean, bright, bright, pinky red. So I thought, fuck. And my, I get my immediate thought was, oh my God, I'm adopted. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm not even one of the... Fa oh, it's horrific. Um, not there's anything wrong with being and, adopted. No, nothing wrong with being adopted. Uh, so Dad was giving me a lift to the station when I was... I went, um, you know, Susan said, what was it? Don't, you know, don't feel obliged, but I'd really like to know if I adopted. He went, don't be ridiculous, because you're not adopted. And then he uh, said that when he and my mum got together, they could not keep their hands off each other. They, it was just like this massive volcanic explosion of passion. And, um, and semen. As soon as the... Sexnasium. ...could... Uh, they ran away together, Ooh. and uh, yeah, they, they they were living this kind of fantastic uh, bohemian lifestyle, oh. and this was in the late nineteenth century. To, to where did they and, run um, away? And uh, oh, they were all over the place. So the Scots got a Gretna Green as well. And then uh, no. they, <laughs> Mum found she was pregnant, and they were absolutely delighted, and they oh. thought that because they're love affair was so special and everything oh. that they didn't need to get married. And this was in the late 19th century. Uh, that they didn't, and they would, it would all just be, you know, they would just live in this bubble of love and whatnot with the tiny baby. So I was born. And because, you know, mum stopped working and then my dad, I don't know what happened, but he couldn't, basically, they could not make enough money to live in the style to which... They wanted to remain accustomed, and they phoned um, my their parents, uh, and both sets of parents said same thing. 
come back to Scotland, you know, come back to, well, it was Edinburgh and Paisley. Uh, my grand, my dad's mum said, you can come and move in but. with me, but you've got to get married. But. And mum's parent, da mum's dad, because her mum had died young, said, that's it, you know, I'll try and help out, but you've got to get married. So they got married, and uh, when I was born, Sorry, not when I was born. When they got married, they changed the date of their marriage on my birth certificate. So you talk about me being a criminal. It happens to both. That's quite. That's quite. It's got quite a nice sort of. I was, a nice quality to it. I was just it? so thrilled. We could grass her up here. I quite. Like I was so thrilled. I I like said, I'm a fucking love child. Yeah, okay, yeah. some people might yeah. call me a bastard. Oh, okay, a lot oh. of people. Okay, almost everybody would call me a bastard. But I'm a love child. I, I was. Thrilled. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there we go. Yes. The result of lust. The result of lust. Yeah, you people might actually. I'm very happy with that. I'm totally comfortable with that. I think that's a that. solid. I think that's a solid. I'm note. absolutely down with being a product of lust. People might actually believe it was the late 19th century because they worked out the mathematics. So of course, better be clear here. It was actually the mid 19th century. Yes. Yeah, good point. So, back go. to comedy. Back to comedy. Well, well, what have you got when, left on the list? Oh, absolutely fuck all. Did you see James what? Acaster's... No, I've never seen James no. Acaster. No, 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 the sitcom, dear, the sitcom. No, what no, he wrote. I didn't see that. I Did you see any of the... I stopped watching television. Did you see any... Really? Yeah. You just make it? For, 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 for is that because the television that you make is so bad that you couldn't bear to watch it? i just become a bit apathetic to watching television. I think it's... Where have you come from today? I've been at the BBC today making uh, trails, making adverts for TV shows. But you know, Which TV shows have you made adverts for? I've been making an advert for BBC News today. BBC News? Yes. Don't scratch your groin when you're talking to me. How does one it wasn't advertise? a scratch, it was more of a... Caress. <laughs> Which is even worse. How does one advertise BBC News? I have to advertise ITVN, it has to be said. But how does one advertise you BBC News? You make little trails, you know, little things. So seconds. you're psychic. You're actually you know, coming up on tomorrow's news. But you talk about the big stories of the day. So there is a story currently about the Labour leadership, isn't there? So we're going to find is a there? result about whether Jeremy Corbyn beats Owen Smith. Is the, it's, when will we find that out? I don't know the date. For 24th that. of September or something. Yeah, right? it's soon. So they're going to have a little trail to highlight Can it? That. Could you embed a subliminal message going, vote Jeremy, vote I Jeremy, vote Jeremy? I always subliminal vote. messages yeah. in all of my work. No. Like, caress you your groin. I mean, I, I caress it. No, I just... Caress your groin. Go on, go caress your groin. Go and try and Go on. Go on, caress go your groin. Go on, do we it. Should, we should try subliminal messages, caress your groin, in the uh, podcast, caress your yes. groin. Are you a Corbynista, then? Yes. Ooh. By Lauro, sparkling coconut water and premium vodka. Mmm. It was foisted on me. Yes. My, my, my body is my temple. Are oh, you a Copernista then? Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, God, oh, yes. Ariane Shireen. Yes, I mentioned the name. Would, would love you then. I have n I've now decided that I have no problem with Ariane Shireen. Oh, no, when when no, did this happen? No, 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 Ariane Shireen has to be said. She's now, now got another song which requires another video which requires her parents. Guess who she wants as her parents? You're going to play both her parents? No, and me and Copstick. Oh, oh, how marvellous! <laughs> oh, yes! No, the bad news is we this have to waltz. This is the way. Oh, to, my God! To, to win over Cubs. Oh, how lovely! <laughs> Give us something to do. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I did slightly go off her when I read that last bloggy thing or whatever it's called, where she goes, um, well, it's like immediately. You know, sometimes the first line of a piece, you just go, 
no, I don't think so. This is not for me. It was when my third engagement failed. Because it's just ridiculous. That's a good first line. You have to read on, don't you? No, I feel my, the palms of my hands itching to slap a face. What do you mean, third engagement failed? <laughs> For fuck's sake. So dramatic. Anyway, so, and she apparently ate herself into hugeness. And, uh, and now she's getting all this free, I don't know, liposuction and God knows what all else. Reduced. Reduced from whoever this company that... Alavir, very, very good apparently. Alavir. What are they called? Have you heard Alavir. Alavir. A L E V E R E. There's a website. Alavir. So would that be alavir.com or .co.uk? So, but I don't know. It's, it's a, like a we, diet we, thing we, and we, then a fat sucky thing. That's no, a, a fat roly thing. We might get re a reduction for this, you and me. How wonderful. A fat roly so thing. So the time's going to run out, isn't it, in a minute? What time, how long is this? No, we, we can't. The time can't run out. Okay. Well, it's I saw a fantastic act this week. Oh. Yes, okay. It was it a comedy act. It was a comedy. Well, that's act. good. You see, we're back to comedy. Uh, Tell uh, us about uh, the. So I went to the Camden. Club. Tell us the fabulous I went comedy act Camden that you saw. Camden Comedy Club on Monday to see Neil Portenza. Yes. The I think he's from Melbourne. Australia. We know Neil Portenza. Did you yes. See his show. Nope. Is he is he potentious? He is. Um, he's a real bundle of chaos. He's a really good all-rounder. He did silly songs, a bit of clowning, some jokes, interaction. But he laid all of these um, elements for him to bump, to bump into later. So he gave out props to the audience and gave them jobs to do. Okay. Which then recurred as themes that would hit him and strike him being form repeating patterns within amongst the chaos. So it was a really beautiful show in that he... He, well, he was chaos himself, but he created four. It was an hour long show. It was, yeah, 50 minutes yeah. an hour. It was his Edinburgh show that he was doing for free at uh, a comedy club, and it was full and it was fabulous. And I, I, I laughed louder than I've ever laughed outside of one of mine or Martin Soane's shows. Does he do anything? Or the Grouchy Club. Or the Grouchy Club. <laughs> will, he, will he give us anything for free? Neil Potenza, I don't know, but I would just... I would just Not say, as good as Al A-L-E-V-E-R-E. I was very impressed Fat by rolling. him. I would check him out next time he's back in the UK. Well, I mean, I haven't, see, I've, haven't seen him for years. I mean, how long has he been doing? He's been in for a few years, then. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at me. I've never heard of him. <gasps> You're friends with him on Facebook, though, Mark. I'm, I'm friends with everybody. <laughs> every time, I know. Every time I see a comedy show, I think, oh, I'll become friends with I'll him on Facebook, and then him. I find out I am friends with him. I also went to see the uh, Into the Woods production at the Mernier Chocolate Theatre, which I suppose isn't really comedy. No, it's not comedy at all. So we'll um, Into the Woods. Yeah, so was it and good? Into the Woods. Side by side by Kathy. Carry on. Now, that's the one name that I really loathe. I mean, I, don't, I have Kathy no objections to Kate as a name. I've got no objections to Catherine as a name. I just don't feel like Kate or a Catherine. But Kathy as a name, I loathe. Were you ever a cat? No. I was Katie nice. when I was very little. Then I was Kate. I can say you was a Katie. Katie's OK. Um, then I was very briefly a Catherine. Uh, and then I was, from, by the time I, by the time I was getting in my mid-teens, I was Casey. I used to be a Johnny. That's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like it. Uh huh. Uh huh. But the police never found out. Uh, and then, <laughs> I was hopelessly in love with my uh, English teacher, uh, who was called Donald Campbell. I was besotted with him. Did he die in a tragic accident? No. <laughs> and he used to walk up and down between the. Uh, 
the desks and he would, you know, you'd, he'd ask, okay, Racine, what's Racine? And then he would, you know, I don't know, do you watch NCIS? No, the way Gibbs hits Denoso over the back of the head. So he kind of, he'd come down, he'd come behind you, just go, bat you with a, um, sometimes with a little uh, wooden, small wooden ruler. Oh. Um, and I know when I fantasised, his penis was never little. Uh, but usually just it the back of the head, he'd go, <laughs> he'd go, um, uh, uh, Copsnick, you'll know this. And uh, yes, this means a root, sir. And that would, that basically, that just made my day. But he was the first one that I remember calling me Copstick, and I just loved it. And I also loved oh. it because um, it's my dad. It's my dad's name. That is a thing. That's a surprise. That is nice. So there we go. Yeah. So I'm just I'm Copstick. So did, did and, and did you have it off with this man when you left school no. at 18? <gasps> oh, God. I, I, Your mind's the gutter, John. Yeah, that's why, that's why we get on so well. Just the gutter. Well, she was only eight. She was I would a have, young lady. Oh, God, I would have been down on him like, oh, good grief. It's, you know, whenever you read all these, oh, it's just dreadful, this son's teacher, you know, the breach of teacher-student trust. You go, fuck right. Do they have a Hippocratic Oath, an equivalent? That no, the they don't. They don't. No, do they? What, no. You know, I know because I'm a, te I'm a secondary school teacher and I promise not to shag my pupils, even the hottest ones. Well, you'll get, you get sacked, but not after they leave. You're okay you can hit them with chalk, but not with your fingers. Well, it's not a case of hitting, is it? No. no. Strike. No, shoving. Mm. I think we should Poking. Hold up. Hold, keep calm. No, 33 minutes. We should, we should end this quite soon. Right. Well, there's one thing. Are we going to climax? Do you know tomorrow's on tomorrow night at part of the Peckham Festival? Right? What's on? Is the Clowns Without Borders benefit number two? Mm-hmm. The uh, lovely Martin Soane and Michael Junings and myself are organising. This, this might buy you over by the time I post it. Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, I'll talk about it anyway. So, what, what, what? Go, go, go. So, we've got a great show. Tonight. Try and sound enthusiastic. Tomorrow night we have a fabulous show. Just pretend you're doing a BBC For promotion. the wonderful Clowns Without Borders, a great charity that takes clowns to where children are most vulnerable, you know, green, well, uh, yeah, yeah. and makes them laugh. A really good charity, and they don't have a lot of money. And the show uh, has got Dan Lees, Ali Bryce, Twisted Loaf. Um, uh, the Frog will be making an appearance. An appearance? Yep. Michael Julings will be there. The Frog? The Frog, uh, one of my frog? characters. Ah. Uh, and who else is going to be there? Uh, Vincent Figgins, you know that act? Ah, you know I and the scent, is he called wonderful. the centaur? No, the, the satyr, which mm -hmm. I hear amongst Paul the other one is one of the, the greatest acts of all time. Uh -huh. next, next to the and when is it and where is it? And it's at Copeland Park as part of the Peckham Festival, which is a little sort of industrial area behind Bussy Building at 8.30 for 9pm. And it's £15 on the door or 10 if you buy online. And you can go to Pull the Other One Comedy, PTOO Comedy com to find tickets. Goodbye. I'd, I'd like to apologise to our listener in Guatemala, but it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting to know about all the other cultures, isn't it? Do you, uh, they, they can't ever let you. <laughs> they can't ever let you do voiceovers for the promos because you just sound so fucking disinterested well, in everything. I, could do, I'm, I'm, I'm I can fake it up if you want, but I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's going to well, be fabulous. Whatever. It will be good. Well, try and make it sound like it's good. Jesus Christ. Who's, who's doing All your voice? I did it was to come, come here to buy a, a wooden elephant. Oh, lovely. Okay, in that case, how lovely. Let me show you a wooden <laughs> elephant. They're all fabulous. <laughs>